Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, happy Thursday to you, um, April 28th, no, 20, yeah, 28th, because um, yesterday was April 27th. Yep. Um, it's hard when we do these on one day a week before the actual dates to remember what day we're technically on, but April 28th. Um, what, uh, on Thursdays, we usually think, share things we're thankful for. What is something that you guys are thankful for that you want to share, that you're willing to share with us? Um, I, over the past few, like past week, um, I've been really thankful for theater. I know I mentioned that I do theater on Monday. I think it was that way I said that, but, um, we, um, had some time off of theater, uh, between shows. Like we, we finished the high school play and then now crew this past week started for the middle school play to, to help out. And I, um, not that I didn't like the free time, but once I got back, I'm like, I really miss this. And like, cause I've created so many great relationships and it's super, super fun. So it like, I don't know. I'm really thankful that I got to get back to that. Um, yeah. So. All right. Cool. And what, what show was, uh, the middle school, what are they doing? They're doing guys and dolls, um, junior. Um, they, we're going to do it like it was their show um, before everything shut down. Um, so, so that got obviously got canceled. Um, but Mr. Huber, our director, um, said that he still had like a contract with the guys and all. So he's like, "Why not do it again? Yeah. Redo it." So I feel bad for the middle schoolers that were in it before everything. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. Guys and Dolls was the first musical I did in high school, so I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. And nice. um, when is it coming up? It's like. Um, I think it's the first weekend of tulip time, like May four, five, six, or something okay. like that, around that weekend there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have a chance to check it out, do that. One of the follow boys are into, I can't remember which one, but um so uh Emmett and Laura help backstage and mm-hmm. we have a, a follow on stage and um so uh it'll be fun. But um well I'm glad you think and it's it's fun to see that uh joy that you have and you being able to use your gifts there. So mm-hmm. mom, is there anything in particular you're thankful for? <laughs> Mine's a little lighter well not lighter than that, but I just have to think a couple of days ago, you know, we've all been complaining about this winter not wanting to go away in Michigan yeah. and you know, I've lived in Michigan all my life. I should really know that it comes and goes. Yeah. But it was one of these mornings when it was 40 and cloudy. And I thought, boy, we need spring. And then my Facebook memory popped up of seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh. And dad had just put our patio furniture out the day before. And we got up that morning and there was literally like three inches of snow on top of that table. And yeah. I think, okay, Lord, I think I need to be thankful for the fact that we don't have three <laughs> right. inches of fresh snow now in the middle to the end of April. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But, yeah. So Good. just a little one. Yep. Yeah. No, I, that's funny because, yeah. That's what what Michigan is, yep. you know. Um, seems like every weekend the past couple weeks since I want to go out to yard work, it rains or snows or whatever. So my yard work gets delayed. But well, I'm thankful for a lot of things. But I am I am again thankful for both of you. Just your willingness to do this. This has been fun for me to hear yeah. you guys and hear your thoughts. And um, and again, it's it's cool for me to see how God has used you, Mom, over the years, and how God started to use you, Lori, and. Um, you know, I, I just, it's been fun to have you guys here. So thank you for that. So, yeah. well, today we're reading, uh, John 11, uh, one through 19. So John uh, 21. 21. 
John 21. I hope, yes. I hope it's John 21. Yes, John 21. Sorry, I don't yeah. know why I said 11. But, um, Maybe that's the one I read instead. Right, yeah. yeah. So we talked before we started, and uh, Lori accidentally read the wrong one. Um, but there might be some things that you can pull yeah. from there that will be part of our conversation. So we'll see. anyways, uh, so for um, just to kind of get you caught up to speed where we are in John, um, this is after the death and resurrection. Um, Jesus has been resurrected. He has appeared to the disciples um, a couple of times. He uh, appeared to all disciples except for Thomas shortly after, I think the day that he rose. Um, then he met with them a week later and, and met with Thomas that time. And there's a story about Thomas and Jesus. And and now um, this is a story is about the third time that Jesus connected with the disciples after his resurrection. So um, John 21, 1 through 19. Mom, would you be willing to read that for us? Sure. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel, from Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore it was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. All right. Thank you. So there is a lot in there that mm -hmm. as I was going through this prayer, prayer, I was like, oh, we could talk about this. We could talk about this. Um, where is there anything? I know that you didn't read this mm -hmm. one, but as you listen to Graham, is there anything that jumped out? Is this because this maybe is a, a story you've heard before? Yeah. Um, so I feel like part of what I was like, what stood out to me was like background from watching The Chosen. Um, so I think it was in the first season. Um, it kind of this. I don't know if it was this story or a different story, but um, they rely heavily on getting fish. Like. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a big thing for, um, uh, yeah, for them to do. So like, cause 
to make a living off of that. But, um, and so here they are um, trying to do their job and it fails. They can't get anything. And so that's just another week that is for struggling. Um, and then Jesus comes along and he gives them all these fish. It's mm-hmm. just crazy how he just like walks up and gives gives them to them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, makes them be able to come and catch. So yeah. 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 Well, what I thought was interesting about that too is kind of like, they you know, jesus had been back for a week or so um he wasn't with them right then um but they kind of didn't know what to do so they went back to what they knew um saying oh, i'm gonna go fishing um because that's what he knew and again that's that was their source of income um and so it said to me kind of like while we're waiting for god's call um for jesus to give us something specific to do just go about doing what we normally do and god will call us in that so um that was just one of the things that turned out so yeah mom how about you i mean even in the middle of that there's probably some question and doubt okay he's back but what's going on and this he used it was kind of jumped out at me a little bit that this was very similar to the first time he called his disciples you know it was the Mm. same scenario along the sea of galilee where he called them and they got the huge amount of fish that they hadn't before And it was John who figured out that it was Jesus. Um, he first caught on to the fact that it was Jesus that was doing using the same scenario to speak to them again. And the first time he was calling them to follow him for three years of discipleship to learn the ropes. Oh, yeah. And this goes into the story of Peter, where he's actually commissioning him. Okay, we did this for three years. Now it's time for you to go and do what I have for you in the future. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. I didn't notice that that parallel. I mean, I knew that the, there was a similar story before, yeah. but to say the first time it was you're going to learn from me, mm-hmm. um, and now the second time now it's your job to go, um, and that you see that with um, the the reconciliation between Peter and Jesus, where Jesus says, "Feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep." Um, so it's definitely that, that commission there. Um, I was curious, um, I'm a math teacher, so numbers always kind of <laughs> jump up. So I was curious why 153 fish, because yeah. it seemed like that would be kind of, um, why would they put a specific number in there? Um, but so I did a little research and I don't know if I came up with any great answers. I found a webpage that had like several different, um, reasons, but what well, few of them that maybe would make sense. Um, first of all, um, as a math teacher, uh, there are 10 commandments on five gifts, of, uh, seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Well, if you add one plus two plus three plus four plus all the way up to 17, you get 153. So if you take the, the 10 commandments that kind of are the foundation for our, our beliefs and, you know, we have to follow God's law, but then the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, how we use it. So I thought that was cool. cool. Um, another one is at the time they... The belief was there's only 153 different species of fish so the oh. fact that he um they caught 153 fish represents that you know at some point in time through jesus all would be saved every people every tribe every nation so i like that one and one of the other ones i thought was kind of humorous was um and mom is married to a fisherman so i, I think he's usually pretty good at not doing this but fishermen tend to exaggerate you know, <laughs> I caught a fish this big, which you can't see in my hands because this is on the podcast. But, you know, they might catch a six inch fish and they say, I caught an eight inch fish or whatever. Um, and so one of the one of the thoughts was, well, you know, since Peter was a fisherman and maybe he exaggerated by giving the specific number 153, it would show us that we're not exaggerating. This was a, a miraculous catch. So 
anyways, I just, as a numbers guy, that, that was kind of fun. Cool. But um, I think all, 50, all 153 species could survive in the climate in the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I don't know if that's, if it literally was 153 uh, each different, right. but the fact they caught 153 fish to represent oh, yeah. 153. But oh, anyways, okay. Okay. yeah. Um, what kind of jumped out to me in it, and, um, you know, I've read this many times, and it's clearly, you know, when um, Jesus reinstates Peter, um, that, you know, it's three times he says, do you love me? Peter says, yes. Jesus says, feed my fish. And that's, I, I think, a direct connection to the time that that, Jesus, that Peter denied Jesus three times um, the night of his crucifixion. Uh, but what struck me this time is um, this is the third time that Jesus saw Peter since he was resurrected. Um, and so that first time, what was Peter think? Because he knew um, that um, he had betrayed Jesus three times. And we don't know if Jesus said anything specifically to him about that. But, you know, it kind of sit there and like, what is he thinking about me? Is he going to accept me or not? Is he ignoring me? Or is he avoiding me? Um, and then he comes back a second time, still nothing. Um, and then it's the third time. Um, so what, kind of what was Peter feeling those first two times when Jesus didn't acknowledge the fact that we know of, but here he finally does. So three times of denial, three times, uh, three visits before he finally does that reconciliation. Um, and then again, um, Jesus, you know, says at the end of this, feed my sheep, like mom, you were saying um, that, that, that commission, that reinstatement. So here was a man who, said during the you know the night before i'm not going to betray you i'll even follow you to the death if if need be but then he did very publicly denies him three times jesus says that's okay you know you made a mistake i love you you are the person i have this and so one of the two most um, um pivotal founders of the faith uh, peter um was one who denied jesus three times and paul who was one who saw persecuted jesus used these two um notorious men maybe um to to spread the gospel and so jesus uses us despite our failures um he forgives us as many times as we need to be forgiven um and uh he still calls us to follow him so um other thoughts that's again there's a lot in here we could talk about other I don't think so. I covered it pretty well, Good. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess just um, for our listeners, and looking at the two stories with Paul um, and now with Peter, um, don't let your um, failures or your perceived um, inadequacies to uh, respond to the call that uh, Jesus has given you, um, but be bold and courageous to go out um, and remember that you know god wants to use you um he doesn't really need to use you one thing that jumped out too is um jesus already had fish on the fire but then he asked them to bring some of their fish and so jesus didn't need the fish but he wanted the fish mm -hmm. jesus doesn't need us but he wants us um to follow him and to be faithful and to to um bring the news to people so as you go throughout your day um, remember Jesus' command to Peter, feed my sheep, because it's also a command to you. So throughout your day, look for the sheep that God is calling you to feed. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.